On this episode of Narcissist Apocalypse Q&A, we discuss the different types of technology abuse and the safety measures you should take. Welcome to Narcissist Apocalypse Q&A, everyone. I am Brandon Chadwick, and today we are going to talk about technology and abuse. But before we get to that, if you want to be a guest on our Survivor Story episodes, please do go to our website at NarcissistApocalypse.com. Top of the page, there's a button that says Guest Form. When you click on that button, it takes you to our Guest Form page. There, you can read all of our instructions and either send us an email at NarcissistApocalypse at gmail.com or fill out our Guest Form and press the Submit button. And please do read all of our instructions and send it in the format that we ask for. And today, we are going to talk about technology and abuse. And I think the most predominant type of technology abuse that we hear on the show comes through the phone and when it comes to controlling behavior the most dominant one we hear is when someone is asking you to text them all the time uh, asking you to check in all the time saying that they're doing it maybe for your safety or that they're constantly uh, texting you because they're so in love with you and really kind of keeping you in in check and in constant communication with them that is the most predominant one we hear on the show and then other times on the show we do hear about tracking devices uh, as well And we also hear about people who are having their computers uh, broken into. Those, I guess, are the the top three types of uh, technology abuses that we hear. And and we'll get to those uh, more in depth. So when it comes to abuse and technology, abusers often misuse technology as a way to control you, monitor you, and harass you, harass their victims. And they can do it with cyber stalking. Uh, sexting is unwanted. Sexting is a, a way to misuse technology. Uh, surveillance, uh, sending you uh, nude images, sexual images, impersonating you or impersonating other people as well online online harassment there's a lot of different ways that people can uh, or abusers can misuse technology uh, to continue uh, their abuse of you and uh, a big one is cyber surveillance so cyber surveillance is when a person uses a smarter connected device and an abuser could access your computer your phone your tablet they can hack into your devices and then they may use these devices to control you, harm you, uh, monitor you, harass you, threaten you. And, you know, a lot of devices we have in homes now, such as thermostats that can be controlled, a smart electrical outlets. So the lights that, that are in your home that might be plugged into these things as well, entertainment systems, your stereo, your TV, security cameras, motion detectors, smoke detectors are also now controlled by these things. Uh, video doorbells, you know, things like the ring, 
uh, smart locks, appliances, and, you know, appliances are now connected to these things, vacuums, refrigerators, there's nanny cameras, and now a lot of people who have pets, they have pet feeders, pet cameras, pet toys, uh, things like that, and also children's toys also have cameras in these things and, and are able to be uh, manipulated as well. And because these things can be turned on and off remotely and that they can be activated in, in many different ways, the pictures can be taken of you. Uh, logs of your activity can really be created. So this person might be able to text you and, and, and really just say, like, I know you were here at this time. Why is your car um, you know, parked uh, at the mall right now. Uh, they can eavesdrop on you at the same time because some of these devices do have a listening capability and they can just gain access to so many ways. Like, if, you know, if you're at home and all of a sudden your lights are flickering and they're connected to these things, it's a real big sign that someone has your passwords and abuser has your passwords and that they're taking advantage of this. You know, sometimes they might turn the heat up and, and turn it down. A, a lot of these things. And then when it comes to things like the ring, which is there to protect you. Uh, but sometimes if it's in the wrong hands, then that person's going to get notifications for whoever is showing up within the motion sensors of that and they can see who's coming and going and they'll be able to really get a stronghold of uh, what kind of what's going on in your life and continue that harassment by really keeping you in this it's a, it's a prison in, in, in a lot of ways because they're just monitoring your every move and and they're able to also create reactions out of you, either by telling you what's going on and what they see, or by these uh, little things that you, they're not here, but they are here by flicking things on and, and off and, and really causing uh, fear. Uh, and, 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 you know, that's a, that's a very scary thing to happen. So th these are some of the things when it comes to the cyber surveillance. So when it comes to you know, how do you protect yourself when it comes to a lot of these connected devices? Uh, it can really be helpful to know exactly how all of your devices are connected to, to each other, uh, what information is available remotely, uh, what are the security and privacy features of all of the technology that you have. So if a device begins operating in a way that you know that you are not controlling it, so you just might want to start disconnecting that device or remove it from the network to really stop the activity. And you'll be able to learn more about how to disconnect or remove a device by just reading like the, the manual or speaking to like a customer service representative from each one of these devices to, to keep you safer. But a lot of the times these devices are starting off with password protection. Somehow a password has been given up to them to get access through your computer or through your phone to really have access to a lot of these things. So being able to protect, you know, right off the bat, your computer, your phone, all of your passwords to begin with where that foundation has been laid uh, is very helpful. Uh, a lot of the work when it comes to this is really a legwork by the abuser to get those passwords offline. 
And if you do start to notice that these weird things are happening, you know, just like how you create a journal or a log about uh, gaslighting behaviors, start doing that with uh, the technology. If you start to notice that things are acting strange, start logging these things, start showing these little patterns that are going on when these things are happening, because a lot of times they know when you're home. And they know when to flick things on and, and off. So just keeping a, a logged pattern of these things and, and keeping this stuff in a journal when these things start to happen will be helpful for you to uh, realize that something really is going on, that you are not crazy. And if you do end up going to court, because this could be a lot of post-separation abuse stuff, this could be stuff that's going on within your relationship at the time. If you ever have to go to court for harassment or for stalking uh, or during your divorce or any sort of uh, process when it comes to the legal matter, having a log of this is very, very, very helpful uh, when it comes to court. Another way that an abuser can abuse you through technology is with photos and videos, a non-consensual uh, sharing of these things, which, uh, you know, quote unquote, is called revenge porn. And an abuser could use these images in a way to gain power and control over you or just to keep power and control over you so they can just share these images as a way to scare, harass you, uh, or even blackmail you into doing what you uh, or, or to doing what they want you to do. And these are actions of a pattern of domestic abuse. And we've heard this type of story on uh, our podcast before. So another misuse of technology is cyber stalking. And cyber stalking is the use of technology to stalk or harass someone. And a stalker may contact you by email, social media sites, messaging apps, and just all other online spaces, websites as well. And then there is online harassment that can occur, and abusers do this to make you feel unsafe. They do it to hum humiliate you. They do it to scare you, and they do it to cause emotional uh, distress. And the difference between uh, cyber stalking and online harassment would be that cyber stalking is meant to harass you, but to make you feel scared and to make you feel that your life or, or your body might be, or your loved ones might be in immediate physical uh, danger and that the abuser knows that their actions would make you feel that way. And online harassment is more of a, a broad abusive behavior, incidents, harassing issues that uh, do not cause you to feel like your life uh, or your, your body or someone that you know is in immediate danger. Subcategories of cyber stalking or online harassment would be threats. So some examples would be death threats, physical harm, sexual assault, kidnapping. Threats can also include a threat to, to commit suicide. And online threats don't 
always have to really include words. So if someone posts a picture online, maybe it's on Instagram or Facebook, or if they do a video on TikTok, something like that, and if this abuser is holding a weapon, a gun, a knife, that is considered a threat, and no words have to be said for that to happen. We know what is implied and and what is going on. And another one of the subcategories is doxing. And doxing is when someone searches for and publishes your private uh, identifying information online in an effort to scare you. Information they, they post can be your name, your address, your phone number, email address, photos, finances, your family members' names. And doxing is just scary. It's a boundary push. It's you know letting the outside world know who you are, where you are, that they know where you are. Just publishing that information is a real violation. And you know everyone has the right to their own privacy uh, online in the world. And, and just doing so is a threat in a lot of ways that something might happen to you. Or if they're also in like this big smear campaign against you, and we've seen this many times online when it comes to doxing, if they can create this group of flying monkeys, this group of people behind them to believe what they are saying, then doxing becomes even scarier because they have all these other people that they have influence over that could do something once that is posted. So that's a very, very scary thing, which is doxing. And cyberbullying is also a big issue. And that could just be really, no matter where you are posting online, they could be on your posts. They could be saying nasty things about you, hurtful things about you. They could be saying threatening things uh, about you while on there. Very, very negative things that could be on your posts or anywhere around the internet where anyone will listen to them. And it's just a continuous uh, way for them to uh, bully you and, and really drag your name through the mud. And it is very concerning and it is scary. It's very hurtful and if they start posting rumors about you that aren't true and you're you know on Facebook and everyone is watching these things that is a really big problem again you can bring in other people here flying monkeys where they start to believe these things possibly about you as well and it's really just done to really tarnish your name and uh, create fear and create like again, like a power and control over you. Another one on our list is recording. And we've heard this a lot of times on the show before with when it comes to recorded conversations and it's a way to maintain power and control over you. A lot of times you will be baited into situations to react or you're defending yourself and that's when the recorder will be turned on. And this can be an audio recording, this can be a video recording, and then they can be, this can be seen as proof of who you are when that is not the truth. Not every recording or video or even a picture is telling you the full truth in so many different ways. And using this type of technology, they might try to use that in court. Uh, if you go back all the way to our Miriam episode from 2019, and uh, Miriam was recorded 
the person that she was with, the abuser. That person got her to a certain point where she reacted and defended herself, and eventually Miriam ended up uh, in jail. And eventually Miriam did get her life back, and Miriam was able to get her children back and, and get everything straightened out. But that became a big problem. And now with today's day and age where people can really sway other people's uh, the public opinion of, of flying monkeys and whoever, they can start posting these recordings and they can start posting these uh, video recordings and everything and these pictures and put them online and, and being able to paint a different picture than what actually has really transpired. So this is also a big way that uh, technology can be uh, used for abuse. Uh, up next on our list, and we've already really talked about it, is is electronic surveillance. And electronic surveillance can be, you know, knowing your passwords for your phone and computer, and and, and seeing your conversations, seeing what's going on, and then also using those passwords to uh, get access to your computer and, and really monitor uh, cameras, uh, social media, email, anything that can be connected to those devices where they can spy on you and. Also, if they do have access to your computer or your phone, you might have spyware on your computer that might have been put on, which then can give them remote access after and being able to really watch what you're doing, including taking passwords for a lot of different things. It's possible. So if you are suspecting that spyware could be on your computer and you don't know the interworkings of uh, your computer and how to find what programs might be running in the background... Uh, while your computer is on or your phone is on, uh, take your phone to a professional or take your computer to a professional to really look over uh, your phone and your computer to see if something has been installed on there. And, you know, I just started thinking of spyware and something that just popped into my head was the movie The Invisible Man, which came out in the last few years. I don't know if anyone has seen it, but there was a situation in this movie where a fight was started with the protagonist's sister. And that's because the protagonist's abuser sent an email from her actual email address. So the abuser was able to get access to this uh, address and this email, and they were able to say all these nasty things to the sister, and, and then it just becomes this whole mess, and, and it became isolating. It was used as an isolation tactic uh, when when that was happening, and the, these isolation type of things can happen when someone can get a hold of your uh, email, they can get a hold of, of your phone messaging, and can create separation uh, between you. And also, an abuser might be able to send uh, messages from your uh, device to their email to make it look like you might have been one harassing them or saying something terrible to to them. And this can also possibly happen like on Instagram and, and Facebook as well. So it's really important to really be uh, on top of protecting your passwords and to change your passwords as often as possible and pay attention to emails that you might be getting that someone might be trying to log into uh, your devices. Always use two-factor authentication on everything. And if need be, and if you can afford things, if, if you do suspect these things are going on, to change your devices if you can. And always remember to log and keep track uh, of everything if you suspect anything out of the ordinary is happening. So... 
when it comes to uh, social media, social media is got so many different things going on when it comes to technology abuse. You know, obviously someone can go on there and start harassing you uh, on all of your posts. Someone can go on to social media and start saying what they want to that are lies about you on social media to get people in their favor, to embarrass you, all of those things. Then there's also uh, stalking that can go on, the monitoring of where you are, who you are. People can create fake accounts, impersonation, and that's that's goes two ways. It's impersonating you and then also impersonating someone else. So it is possible that they are impersonating you and maybe creating fake accounts that are you and that those things might be doing some embarrassing things. Those things might those accounts might be doing something where they are impersonating you and they're doing bad things to start giving you a bad reputation. That's one way that they can do impersonation of you online. And then also when it comes to impersonation, they might be impersonating someone else. They might create a different persona online and they might try to become friends with you that you don't know because some people do have online friends that they create in these worlds. And then they might also try and become friends with your family members and your family members have no idea that that is them and they might be trying to get more information about you that way or harass you in, in that kind of way and that so so that is something that does go on it is something that you should really be aware of and to just try and keep your uh, interactions online as safe as possible. You, I mean, you can't control what your friends and family do and what information they might be giving, but it is it is something that you should uh, be aware of that does happen. And then uh, one of the last things I want to discuss as far as technology go is, is trackers, and trackers are becoming a really big problem. And obviously, a lot of these things like the technologies that we are talking about can be used for good, but they're also being used for evil purposes. And when it comes to things like Apple's AirTags, which are now catching a little bit of flack, these things were meant to actually help you track your things. But these are easy devices that people can put onto cars. They're really easy to kind of just strap on there. And you have no idea when those little things might slip into your bag or or slip uh, onto underneath a bumper of your car or into your luggage coming a bigger issue when it comes to abusers in your life and doing scans of your car as as much as possible or even checking your bags and things like that when it comes to these devices uh, is the best thing you can do to to keep you as safe as possible especially if you start noticing that someone uh, knows or your abuser knows where you are a little bit more if it's not just your computer or your phone that they're tracking I would start checking the car as well as uh, bags that you might have or even if you do have kids it might be with your kids as well because obviously if they're going to be tracking you they might be tracking your your children as well as a way to uh, abuse you and, and maintain power and control in that way as well. And let's just finish off our episode by circling back to what we discussed right off the top, which is a thing that we hear most on our show, which is using your phone, using 
text to keep you in constant communication. Either they're doing it out of the guise of safety or that they love you. And in a lot of ways, they could be getting uh, jealous or they could be getting upset if you do not get back right away. And then you start to conform to what is happening. Uh, Maybe it is because you are fearing the, the rage that might happen, or you could be fearing the guilt that could be going on with things that they might be home alone or you could just think that this is a loving uh, relationship and want to be part of the constant contact that is going on and now besides texting and besides phone calls you know video starts to become a thing where safety might be you know show me a video of of where you are who are you with things like that You might be all willing to share a tracker on your phone. You might be willing to share the, you know, a device in your car out of the guise of safety as well. So these things are becoming more prevalent. They might want you to get a ring on your door or something like that under the guise of safety as well. You know, a lot of these things could be brought in under this umbrella of of safety uh, on your end, but it's a way to keep uh, track of you and all these devices uh, are a part of it. So it's just a, a big thing I want to just kind of finish off on because that's going to be the predominant one you're going to hear within the relationship that's, that's going to be going on. You know, obviously stalking and post-separation abuse and all those other things that we've mentioned today can happen. But this one right here is, is a dominant one and is one that really starts to happen at the beginning of relationships as well. And it's something that everyone should uh, pay attention to. And last, a little bit of information. If you really need help with all of this in the technology that you are using and you want to know a little bit more, go to a place called techsafety.org. It, has, it is associated with the National Network to End Domestic Violence. They have something called the Safety Net Project, and I will put that in the show notes so you can do as much research on this as you want to. So this was our episode about abuse and technology. I hope uh, you enjoyed this episode. I think this, I hope I didn't scare anyone by doing this episode, but I think the the safer we are when it comes to the use of technology, uh, the better, the smarter we are when it comes to the use of technology, the better. And sometimes these things are little small things that can happen by accident. And, you know, even when it comes to this show, Uh, recently there was uh, an incident where I was communicating with someone and they didn't realize that when I made a, um, that, that when I, when I made a appointment with them through uh, Google calendar, that when I sent that calendar invite, that that email that they sent me was attached to a calendar that the other person had control of. So when I sent them, that email, it went to the other, it went to their calendar, but it also went to their abuser's calendar. So that became an alert. Once the abuser told them, you know, what is this show? Um, it became an, an issue. And that is something where they saw something that kind of brought them out of the word work when they saw the name and they saw what the show was about. And that kind of brought them out there. But that was a really big thing. Uh, They didn't know that that person had access to their calendar. They had their passwords and knowing these things is a really big thing. 
So this was our episode on... So this was our episode on technology and abuse. I hope I didn't scare uh, everyone with doing this episode. I just thought it was an important episode to do and for everyone to keep as safe as possible. And that's what we're just kind of trying to do. So, you know, kind of check your passwords, keep your passwords, change or to check your passwords, change your passwords as much as possible on all of your devices and be as safe as you can using social media as well. I know it's not fair that you can't use these things freely without the thought process that my abuser might use these things to um, keep more power and control in, in this situation, but we just try to have to be as safe as possible here so they don't have that ability to really start monitoring everything that's going on in your life. And unfortunately, that is the reality that a lot of us are dealing with. So I want everyone just to, to be safe and uh, thank you for listening to this episode and I just want everyone to be safe, and um, that is it for this episode. And if you want to be a guest on our Survivor Story episodes, please do go to our website at NarcissistApocalypse.com. Top of the page, there's a button that says Guest Form. When you click on that button, it takes you to our Guest Form page. There you can read all of our instructions, and then either send us an email at NarcissistApocalypse at gmail.com or fill out our Guest Form and press the Submit button. Also at our website, we have our very own support group. So if you need support and you want to be involved in our Zoom meetings on our support group, please do join our group today at NarcissistApocalypse.com, top of the page. Just click on that support group button. We have Zoom meetings every Wednesday night, every Thursday afternoon, every Saturday night. We have forum boards for you to post on, for you to get the validation that you need. You can get advice from survivors as well, and they're just there to champion you and cheer you on through your process and give you a hug and the support that you need during your whole entire process, no matter where you are in the process, if you're still in it, if you're trying to leave, if you're out of it and you're struggling. It's just a great group of people that are on there to help you along your way. So join our support group today. And if you need even more support, please do visit our friends at DomesticShelters.org. There they have articles and resources to help you make sense of what you are dealing with. And they have every phone number, every email address and web address for shelters and agencies. No matter how big or small your town is, DomesticShelters.org has it there. So please do go visit them today. And that is it for today's show. So from... So that is it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope it was helpful and that I didn't scare you. And I hope you have a good night.